0: Hey guys. Oh, hey. Oh, would <laughs> you? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Go away. I'll introduce you in a second. Hey guys. Jake. Fernando. Oh, hey. It's me taking my shirt off. We're trying to start the podcast. I'm right taking off. my shirt off. And then there's Connor. Hey,
1: we're here <laughs> with Connor. Connor, uh, our guest host. It's is great back. to be back. Uh, I'm Blake, Blake Pittman. Uh, my Instagram is whatever. I don't want to stand out right now, but I'm here with my co host, Fernando Pizzano.
0: That's. Uh, my last name was a secret, but yeah. <laughs> it is not a secret. Fernando Ramirez here. <laughs> this is like the fourth podcast <laughs> we've done. And uh, I just want to point out, Connor's not a guest host. He's a host who also guests... Well,
2: I, I always guess all the time, but I'm I'm mostly like a visiting host. You're like a visitor that it's, never leaves. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm the guy who crashes on the couch and I'm like,
0: oh, I live here. You're right? the girl that keeps bringing her toothbrush and on and deodorant. And,
1: all and that we're stuff. like, hey, you know, I'm not really looking to settle down right now. And you're like, OK, as you're putting in like clothes in my drawer then I want you to stay. I changed the entire cabinet. I put, I put
2: my lady things in the cabinet, and then I move in, and it's a great time.
0: And,
1: and before we know it, we're settled down um, listening to- All uh, three of us married. All three of us married. Yeah. And then before we know it, we're settled down, and we are making This Is
0: Life. Marker. Mark I didn't clap. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: you didn't get the memo. You didn't get the memo. All right, guys. So today uh, we've got a very special guest. We've got somebody that we all know. Me and Fernando definitely more than Connor a little bit, but touch this guy
0: with my. You don't need I'll to stop, clarify I'll that I'll with every there. person that comes <laughs> on the podcast. I was going to say with my hand, but
1: that <laughs> doesn't justify anything.
0: You've all touched right. him, definitely. Oh, yeah.
1: Cool. <laughs> that was our guest. So he is a keyboardist. He toured throughout U.S. and Japan with the famed 1940s big band. The Glenn Miller Orchestra. He's even performed with some renowned artists such as Lynette Williams, mm-hmm. who's worked with Will I Am and toured mm-hmm. with Childish Gambino. Oops. And he's been opening act, he's been the opening act for groups such as Cool and The Gang and even The Tower of Power. Not oh, just all that, guys. What? He has earned degrees in music performance from the Eastman School of Music Conservatory. And the University of Texas Big in brain. Austin. Big brain. He is a keyboardist. He is a content creator. He is a writer for Sweetwater, Cute. the largest online music retailer in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Guys, we got Jacob Dupree here. What up,
0: Jacob Dupre! <clears throat> Jacob
1: is one of our content creators at work. He's on the team. He's the um, mm-hmm. the youngest
3: content creator on the team. Yes, by far. Pretty far enough to like say one far, not like <laughs> one far, far, <laughs> far It's not like the like I'm 20 and everyone else is in a nursing home. So it's not, or at least almost. It's it's you know is that it's what it feels like? It's like I'm 30 and I work with guys that are like my parents' <laughs> age. You know, yeah. So
1: it's not like it's not one of the
3: new Sweetwater businesses is Sweet Homes.
0: For <laughs> Very smart idea. The this next for all sweet our, family company. Yeah, sweet,
1: uh, The next sweet family company is sweet families. It could happen. Yeah, but it if we did happen. sweet
0: homes, that's where our Grow all your our family content creators today. Go, <laughs> you know, all right. of our
1: content creators go to the sweet home. Yeah,
0: so. We
1: got to take instead care of, of the farm is the Sweet she Home. home. Yeah, there absolutely.
2: are no apartments at Sweetwater. There that's
3: aren't, crazy. There should be. Know.
1: Well, what do you think is going to go next to the helicopter pad, Chuckos?
3: Yes. It could. Could? It's been talked about. Sounds like you said Chuckos, but yeah. Yeah, I've, the Chuckos. Yeah, well, not well, I am really. hey, Chuckos. Hey,
0: Chuckos.
1: <laughs>
3: Is that the cereal <laughs> Chuckos? It is now.
1: <laughs> it's
2: the cereal it's a cereal cereal brands.
0: Chuckos. Not to be confused with bootyos, but yeah. <laughs> But they oh taste about the same
2: goodness. goodness gracious.
0: What's Booty-O's? It's an actual cereal. Oh, really? It's
2: JK.
1: <laughs> Well today we wanted to uh go we want to go straight into it. We want to cover some great content. We got a lot to cover, we got a lot to talk about, got a lot of mm-hmm. um oh yes, to go through because that's something that Jacob and I and Fernando do a ton. And Connor, mm-hmm. it's your turn. Can you give me an all oh, yeah? Luigi. Oh, yeah. I like it. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. good. So, Jacob, um, I heard that you also have a confession for us so that you yes. you got a vibe
3: you, you picked one out yeah it's definitely the right one Connor's yeah. laughing what it's just you called it a vibe and I'm like
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing because you agree oh yeah a confession's always a vibe yeah. that's everything.
0: day we're ready day. just whatever that vibe yeah. is it's yeah. okay we're just here okay. to to listen to you confess to us that you're a murderer or something oh I'm ready <laughs> that because I'm this, ready this is the podcast are you a murderer this is how Fernando <laughs> figures yes, it out yes but I was that's not what I was going to use. Okay, okay, okay cool. Yeah, so we don't want to ruin the other room. Do you have a warrant? Like, is that why it's not the confession? Because someone already knows
3: and they're after you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, probably me being on a podcast isn't such a good way to hide from the place, but,
1: <laughs> In your workplace? Yeah, but, but,
3: I mean. It's unreleased. It's okay. By the time yeah. they hear this, you're going to be long gone. So. I know. Yeah, I'll be in Mexico or something yeah, you'll by safe. then. Yeah, be safe. Yeah. In a boat in the Gulf. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Let's <laughs> I heard a boat in the Gulf, and I imagine just like a boat in a miniature golf course lake. Yeah. Where else? <laughs> like, that's what I think the Gulf is. Yeah, not the Gulf of Mexico. Connor, slow down. Connor's <laughs> drinking a drink that's basically vodka and soda. Oh, we didn't say what we were drinking. Well, mm-hmm. Connor's uh, drinking blue raspberry Svetka and, like, club soda. I sprite, can, sprite. can
2: speak for myself. Do you want to speak for me? Yeah, speak for yeah me. you have the blue drink. <laughs> the blue Blake. <laughs>
3: the blue the Blake. Blue's Blake. The blue, the blue Blake. Blue, blue, yep. The blue's Blake. The something with blue.
1: Yeah, Minus strawberry blue rum, blue carousel, lemon juice, and Seven Up. But I'm telling mm-hmm. Connor, Connor to slow good. down because he's halfway through his vodka drink. I finished mine. And he, gave he's blood. Oh, he Connor gave, blood. He gave blood. blood like five hours ago. Oh yeah, we no! Gave
2: blood. My finger looks like um, a sausage. Yeah, it was the, I
3: think you, you, should should you guys? Did off. you guys
2: ever see that Super Bowl <laughs> commercial where like it's the Doritos commercial and the guys <gasps> yeah, eating the Cheetos? He sucks his the finger. Cheetos, the Doritos. Yes! And it, it, yeah. And there's this guy that's like behind me. He's like, "Are you gonna finish those?" He's like, "No, I'm I'm done." And he's like, okay. And he grabs his finger and he sucks it She's and he team. pulls it away immediately <laughs> and I he's love like, that commercial. Mm, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I love Doritos. <laughs>
0: and that is Blake. Uh, that is Connor's finger right now. <laughs> that is Connor with Pretty his. Pretty much. That's what you get when you give blood. Um, Cheeto um, finger. J- uh Jacob, are you also drinking the same blue drink? Yes. It's okay.
3: Blake. And I like it.
0: All right. Cool. he liked it. The then. blue Blake.
3: It's blue very blake. It's, it's not, awesome. it's actually not overly sweet. Michael Blue Blake. It is you said kind of like Kool-Aid. It's it's kind of yeah. pretty smooth. He oh, said kind of like Kool-Aid. I, did, yeah. I
1: disagree. I think it's his own entity. Have you ever oh, Well, okay.
0: that is yeah. true as
3: well. Well, yeah. we did say like Kool-Aid. Lighting. We didn't say it is Kool-Aid. <laughs>
0: You're like, "No, don't compare me. I'm special." <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's exactly what I feel like. Wow, But yeah, me and Connor are basic bitches and just drinking uh, vodka with soda just like every fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Simple and straight to the point. Mine's already finished as well. But let's go back to breaking the ice with Jacob because Jacob was about to confess to us something beyond murder, which what can be beyond murder besides giving life? So
3: it's not necessarily beyond murder. Oh, um, oh I like that What An <laughs> intro. <laughs> okay. You ready? Ready? Wait, Jacob, hold on.
1: Wait, hold on. Somebody keep talking.
3: I'm Talk, talking. Oh, right. we're, we're, we're talking. We're talking. Mr. Crab, Mr. Crab. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're talking.
1: Okay, never mind. I forgot. I actually don't have a button for it. Never mind. Yeah, keep on doing it. Jacob,
3: okay, ta- I'm going to start my drum roll. Drum roll. roll. I have a third nipple. <laughs> oh? I don't know why I thought you were going <laughs> to say, like, Something no terrible. way! Do you really? <laughs> yeah, a third nipple? Yeah, that is equal like to murder. Like on your chest? Yeah, it can happen. Like along your lines, you know. You yeah, can, yeah. But like so Harry Styles, does he have one? I believe, I believe so. Yeah, I'm, yeah,
0: I am Harry Styles. And <laughs> so the confession was, "That's my brother."
1: <laughs> co-confession. Co-confession. That
3: co-confession. That yeah. I have a third nipple, which means I'm related to Harry Styles. I, I yeah, that, that's how nipples work. Because genetically, we are the same.
0: If your nipple God looks is like someone else's, the then your mom lied to you. For yeah. some
2: reason, that makes so much sense to me. That I, I have don't a third know why. Nipple? Not the heritage ah, thing. Oh. The fact that you have a third nipple. Yeah. Why I that? don't know why. I just, for some reason, like, <laughs> I, I, knew I knew it was going to be in that vein, vein for some Jake reason. Like, wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. I, I tried to come up with other things, but as soon as you guys started riffing, I was like, this is the one. <laughs> this is that. <I laughs> This is the best. I can't come up with anything better.
2: I was hoping so much that you were going to say, I am not a pianist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: oh <my> <laughs>
0: yeah. Which did we, we clarified, right? He's a, I don't feel like I heard that. We
3: said that he's the pianist that are at where we work. Hey, Jacob what do you do at, yeah. what, what do you play at Sweetwater? well you pretty much said it but my <laughs> main nipples. my main yeah Connor's uh, gonna fall out of his chair other than uh, keeping my third nipple cleaned he's, he's and quaffed <laughs> and a secret and, and hidden from the public yeah. I uh, am a keyboardist and content creator and sometimes I write written content but most of the time I'm on camera mm-hmm. and you guys are usually on the other side of the camera mm-hmm. or editing my stuff which is mm-hmm. awesome um, how many of us have edited a Jacob content? I have never.
1: I don't think I have either. I've done one. You did did do one. And it was the
2: most unlike Jacob video ever. It was a demo video. Yeah, that's Uh, all it was. It wasn't like, what are dynamics in music? Or composers that you think compose, but they can't like what did they, um like <laughs> that wow that like, sounds like me they can't yeah. read music that's what it is well, they so can't well, read yeah. music yeah. Was, it where,
0: was it the one with the song you were singing the louisiana one Oh my God!
2: Won't that wasn't the Jacob video. Yes, to, to the Mississippi. Oh, you guys have learned it because you had to listen we'll to it 47 times. to the land of dreams. <laughs> Steam down, down the, river down, the down river down to New
1: Orleans. <laughs> I am out of this. Oh, you were you not in the shoot? Uh, I think I was. But <laughs> it was a Mitch Gallagher. <laughs> I, I was gonna say it, was. it wasn't even a Jacob video. Okay, no. Jacob just came in to test a mic for Mitch Gallagher, and that's and what I. I, I do remember you seeing. <laughs> I was like. I, do you remember hearing you sing it? Over so beautiful and over. Did you edit over? that? Then, I
0: edited the Mitch Gallagher. Okay, video, see, yeah. that's why he he learned it. Uh, mm-hmm. why, so did none
1: you, of us have. I, oh, I was in the shoot. I,
0: did you just <laughs> sat there in the shoot that you're directing, thinking, "I'm going to learn these lyrics."
1: No, I just couldn't get it out of my head. Okay, I'm just curious. We love you, Ella Fitzgerald. I also remember Jacob yes. there pretentiously with his tea, just like.
3: <laughs> I did feel a little bit like True a diva that the day. Yeah. Deservingly so, because you were... You were Italian. amazing, though, yeah. When, when you... It, it's funny. Even though, like, obviously... I'm there for the job, Mm -hmm. just like everybody else making video. When you get asked to come in just to do like a a talent or a skill, you always feel a little diva-ish. Because it's like, oh, I'm here to do my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my tea. (laughs) I'm requested. And then when you're done, you're like, okay, screw you guys. I'm out. (laughs) You don't (laughs) deal with anything else with the video. No. Your
0: your pre-production is not your thing. I didn't have
3: to approve the edit or anything. It was
0: so nice. So uh, (laughs) I guess we never got the answer, though. Which uh, Jacob video did you edit?
1: No, I, that was the Mitch one. It's the one we're no, talking no, about. No, 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 that's not I, Just though, Jacob, Jacob, uh, specifically, yeah. Jacob specifically.
2: That, yeah. Jacob specifically. It was the, Oh God, I'm going to say it wrong. Pre-sonus. Pre-son- Pre-sonus.
3: Pre-sonus. Pre-sonus. Presonus. Presonus 44. Here's a confession. Um, I got, sorry, real quick. I got railed in a video. Might've been that one because not literally <clears throat> railed through comments because oh, I God, said, yeah, okay, I said personas for the whole video. <laughs> Oh. instead of pre it's pre and what's worse is Personas was started in Baton Rouge by a guy that went to Baton Rouge High the same high school I went to and my mom dude. knew him wow. cuz she went there too in the 70s 80s and so I dude, I'm did, the last person that should screw up that he, name. Did wait. you like text your mom like dude your son's an idiot? No. Wait wait wait. They did, probably don't know.
0: Did you say <laughs> Personus or per? I said, said personus. Per. per. He said I like per. flipped the e and the r. So you you not not that it sounded like per and you really said pro sonus. It's per. You I was per? saying personas.
3: Personas. Personus. Like doing Sona. it quick and not thinking about it. Dang, but it's so pre sonus. The entire yes. video. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think I got it right one time. Okay. I actually think I might have gone back in, and done some voiceover stuff and tried to fix the spots. Yeah. Like I, oh, I believe that. I tried to, yeah, because most of it was like a That's lot a of very B-roll thing to do. Yeah. Well, because when I'm in my, if I've got a 7B in front of me and it's the same mic I use and I can That's make sure. myself you not sound it. like an idiot. Why not? I'm going to do...
0: <laughs> dude, wait, I'm <laughs> going to fix it. So, anyway. so this is a video that, uh, Connor, you said is the most disliked video of Jacob's.
2: I mean, <laughs> is that... What I said was it is the most unlike, unlike Jacob. Uh, be- oh, like as mm, if Jacob had a sure. brand <laughs> if Jacob had a brand of videos it would yeah. be the videos that he did where like they made a whole song with just the rubber chicken like that's a Jacob video in oh, my right, opinion sure. right? Okay.
3: Or the whole thing I did on Mr. Rogers or kind yeah. of blue that was mm-hmm. like was that, it's been fun the couple times I've gotten to do these almost like small documentary mm-hmm. style things. So okay so that's what you meant by unlike. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, I thought you meant unliked. So okay. Usually yeah, a, a demo video is like the usually. Yeah, they are unliked but this one was l- was just unlike. I'm, I mean, yeah, no, unlike. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because you you were like, yeah, yeah. I'm. That's not true. <laughs> no, Jacob's videos are very liked. Probably. No, they are do absolutely. They probably pay more attention
3: to that than I do. Uh, probably, probably. I- I don't know how your videos are doing, so
0: <laughs> I think that was a, that was nice. That was a good burn.
3: I mean, I but I I'm just saying I'm assuming you make some other stuff, but I just don't. He I doesn't. Don't oh. I didn't mean it that no, way. No, this but, is this is it. Yeah, but I'm glad that was good. Yeah. yeah so sick burn. Out. Good job, yeah. me. If, if you will
2: if you love the philosophy and history of music, then Look no
0: further than Jacob Dupre. Like wow. is, I it mean, is it Dupre or Dupree? Dupre? Duprey, Dupre. Oh, someone yes. that, someone said Du who is it? Someone said yes. Dupree. I think it was you and uh was, and Jordan. If I said it, it was as a Jordan. joke. you and Jordan said Dupre. If I said it it was as a joke.
1: Oh Jordan said it today. One of our f- people yeah. at Sweetwater said it and I was like, Oh yeah, Dupree. I knew it's Duprey though. That's all the people I've
3: murdered are people <laughs> that have said Dupree. That makes sense. I he said yeah. he was <laughs> yeah. Jordan, There's not many. I let the ones I like live. But cool. Jordan, you're safe.
0: Down soon. Uh, I have I have a quick question though because as a content creator, um, we had talked about doing a uh, video on uh, on one one seven, so playing the uh, Halo themes. Yes. Do you think that'd be a good video? I do. Do you think the public would be like, "Yo, this is fucking sick"? I it's, fucking love this.
3: Yes, especially because that Paramount show just came out and oh. people are talking about Halo again. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not like it's gone away, but right. there's just even more reason maybe for people to like it. Yeah. I could see that really being like a good. Short form type thing, yep. like an Instagram thing, like you know, here's like like loop it in with some other video game themes too, oh, like yeah. Dang. hit that nostalgia for all those millennials yeah. that mm-hmm. grew up loving Master Chief and killing aliens. So Drinking you you like video games
2: then? Oh yeah. Have you ever thought of doing like a video game medley mm-hmm. for Sweetwater sometime?
3: I have. That would be sick. Could you explain that to me? The one thing I think about with stuff like that is like, it's something that's done so much. So like anytime I want to, I go in on something that I know is already really populated. I want to know, Hey, I can do something that's like really unique with it. You know, not Mm -hmm. just be like a copycat. Interesting. So so I would want an angle that would make it worth me doing it in some way. I mean, Zelda would have to be in there, right? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm lost. What's What's
0: a medley? Is that like a.
3: Oh, oh. That's like uh, just when you take a bunch of songs and stick them together, oh. kind of into one song. Oh, I would love that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me like, it gives me like a, a brain boner. Like, oh, I can almost see it. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> i feel it. all right. So it's called a tumor.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, I, Fernando, I think we need to go to the doctor. My doctor uh, said I have a brain boner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna live very long. So it was a cheap note. doctor. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it was the stop going to the doctor behind the like alley of McDonald's. Um, I have to um, okay. get your McChickens and chocolate chip cookies, uh, which is a thing he does. He we'll puts a later. chocolate chip oh, cookie no, on a McChicken. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Jacob. Uh, yes. We were wondering then, we're curious, so this is something you do now. You've come from a lot of places. Where did your career, in your opinion, begin? Like, Did it begin with you having a desire to make music as a kid? Did it begin with something you discovered in college?
3: Where did it start for you in your eyes? So I actually come from a very musical family. So I started playing music, I mean, basically even before I was born, like my mom Loves to tell people that, you know, she was playing gigs, playing in churches and gigs around town, playing jazz and all kinds of stuff with me in the womb. So literally I've been around music since before I was born. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two, three years old, I'm being sat in front of a piano and other instruments. My brothers the same way. My aunts and uncles, my my mom and dad, and my even my dad's family. This is my mom's family. That's the really musical one. But my dad's family has a lot of musicians too. So for me, it's it was like almost unavoidable, probably, that I'd become music. And you know, uh, not being humble for a second, I feel like luckily I have sort of a natural take you to do. it. You very much do uh-huh. have a good talent. And and I was lucky that my uh, my family, being musicians, knew that. They, they recognize kn- it. They knew it early, like mm-hmm. when I was really young, and never said I had to do music, but um, basically, they wanted to make me very aware how good I already was for yeah. being so young. Yeah, you're and definitely capable of a, a being a things. pro one day, yeah. you know, and, and doing it for a living. So a pro I. Pro or a par? A par or a pre pro sonus. Yeah. No. They I'm knew I would be a pro sonus. <laughs> so, yeah. So, luckily, I mean, You know they encouraged me and did all the right things and and here I am today doing it and loving it still phenomenal so that that inspiration definitely started long ago so
1: really really freaking early yeah Mm -hmm. how did you begin pursuing the career because I feel like even Hmm. people with talent if they're not in the right place the right time if they don't quite know where to
0: go if they don't know the right what steps did you take to because I mean you mentioned you was mentioned that you performed Um, with some big things. Yeah. So what, I guess what got you to, I mean, how did you start working? Like, did you start just working regular jobs out of high school, At high school? Would did you work at Domino's Pizza Hut? Yeah. Like, or have you from the very beginning just kind of been out in front of people just performing?
3: Well, again, I'm kind of, uh, maybe an anomaly for a lot of people. Cause like, I know a lot of musicians that didn't come from musical families and really had to go and find it for themselves and push to just go play and practice. And even if they had supportive parents, it's like, maybe they don't really, they're not musicians. They so don't they don't quite get it. They don't right not in the way that they they don't like endorse it, but they yeah. just, it's, it's not their world, but I was the opposite. I was in this musical family where as soon as my, my younger brother's also a trumpet player. So the two of us basically grew up the same way. Um, as soon as both of us were able to sing anything, mm. we were being asked up on gigs with our family, with my, usually my mom and my grandfather. Um, my grandmother's a player too. Just everybody plays and would play professionally. So we would get, brought up there as kids to perform. So I was starting to play gigs before I was even getting paid for it, before That's I even knew what gigs yeah.
1: were. What, kind what? of the
3: family band thing. Can you give us an age, rough estimate? Oh When gosh. you started your gigs? I mean, I mean, when I was, you know, my brother and I were doing talent shows when we were like five or six years old wow. from when we were in kindergarten at school, you know, right, but right. then, but then, you know, we were still going to gigs and watching our parents perform and our grandparents, play together and play jazz a lot primarily, which is the genre i usually find myself in. So they were asking me up, asking my brother up to play. And before I knew it, I was playing a little piano and then I'd switch on drums with my grandfather and then really? he'd play trumpet and then I'd play trumpet and then he'd play drums. And cause he's a band director, my, on my mom's side, mm. um, he was a band director. And so he inspired me to want to play multiple instruments. So through, you know, very young and through middle school, taking a lot of lessons with really great private teachers, high school, I'm starting to play my own gigs under my own name, playing local restaurants and places and, um, you know, going and just already being like a gigging keyboardist being put in different situations, playing my own things, playing my own kind of repertoire, but then going and playing with other bands. Yeah. Um, and it's it just kept evolving from there. Real, real quickly. Uh, what are all the instruments you can play? Oh, wow. Well, I actually started on trumpet first. Mm-hmm. Oh, not keyboard. That could have been my confession. Although it's not as juicy it's as, not as juicy. the one that I said. Well, cause uh, you said you and your brother
2: started playing yeah. trumpet at five or six and then you moved on to, to piano. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I almost, I started around the same time. Piano around well, I like to say like when I started taking serious lessons, cause obviously like my, sure. my grandfather, it instill, you know, it, all the way through his life, he was still doing this. Whenever there's a, the next generation is over at the house, you know, the, some young kid in the family, a cousin or a nephew or a niece or somebody, he gets out a cornet, which is a sort of smaller <laughs> trumpet and he's putting it in their hands Dang. and making the kid wow. play. Cause that's the wow. family tradition. tradition. I love that. When you're at. His house, Granddaddy's house. You you play something. Not gonna lie, if I had that too, because even yeah. though it would sound horrible, it'd be fun for a little no, kid. Be oh, it's fun. I'd be
1: total. Yeah. I'd probably yeah. be
3: a trumpeter right now. I mean, the first time, not nearly as good as you, but a <laughs> trumpeter. You put the trumpet up to your mouth and you make a terrible sound. But even <laughs> if you're a kid, it's fun. You yeah. know, yeah. you're like, wow. So you, you know. got trumpet. You got keys. Yeah, trumpets or trumpet keys. Um, when I got kind of a little disenchanted with trumpet because I got braces, which made it really hard. I was like, granddad, I want to play any drums. Mm-hmm. So I started learning some drums. With <laughs> You're it. like, mm. I can't run um, the drums with my braces. I played French horn for a <laughs> short time. French horn, okay. Um, and percussion played tons of like auxiliary percussion in church growing up, like mm-hmm. bongos, congas, mm-hmm. clave, all that kind of stuff. A lot of percussion. A lot of percussion, yeah. yeah. And but, but, you know, now keyboard is definitely by far my main instrument. I, I do a smattering of the other things, play a little electric bass too, but really? yeah. Wow. That is interesting. Cause even for Sweetwater,
1: you've played, um, primarily keyboard, right? Yes. Like you said, yes, but you've also played a lot of trumpet, mm-hmm. a handful of it at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting hearing you say that that's so much of a, that you have a background in so much because we've only really seen you do two things, but it's also fascinating to hear that growing up doing so much, Um, has gotten you to where you are here and has gotten you to doing these specific things, primarily keyboard and trumpet professionally in this job that you currently have. Mm -hmm. So where did those gigs take you? Where did you, what did you use? uh, How did you use those to get to another spot or another job? Is this the
3: first full-time gig you've had? Like, how did that happen after the gigs? You're talking about like the early on gigs, like yeah, middle yeah. school, high school gigs. Well, I mean, really with those, cause okay. So, you know, my main, even though now what I do at Sweetwater is content creator, being on camera, this whole kind of thing. I, I'm a player primarily. So mm-hmm. performing and being able to be a professional pianist, really keyboardist yeah. is sort of a different Sort of encompasses a different thing. I want to touch yeah. that yeah. after we're done. Yeah, yeah we should. Definitely, well, that's, yeah. that's a good thing to cover. But I started taking, you know, classical lessons when I was five, learning to read music, playing on an on a piano, not a keyboard. So, you know, that's my background. So when I was in in high school, you know, that's where I was stemming from. It was that kind of more traditional piano training. But then of course I was playing digital pianos on gigs and started getting into, I didn't really get into B3 and organ and like the whole kind of church kind of gospel thing, but, but I was aware of it. And, but mostly I was just, I was a jazz nerd and a classical nerd and I was playing my Bach and Beethoven, but I was (laughs) playing monk and, you know, Oscar Peterson and whatever, you know, also. Um, so that was my passion up to when, I was like 18 going to college and then past that. So basically in all those gigs, I was just honed, you know, honing my skills, doing that, becoming a good improviser, a good accompanist, learning how to play with musicians live, learning how to listen and mm-hmm. the very, very giving personal and emotional experience that's playing with other musicians, you know? Um, and again, luckily I came by it, honestly being in a musical family. So I was doing that when I was young. So again, like playing, Playing gigs live felt like a natural thing. It was something that fit like a glove. Um, so by the time I went to college, I already had a lot of performing experience, you know. So I, I basically just felt like that, that just got me really ready for, for school and, and upping my game with having better teachers at the schools I went to. And, I then, believe it, yeah. and then after, you know,
1: it's kind of nuts too, because I feel like, Uh, most people wouldn't have that much playing experience before going into college. Did you ever thought Connor?
2: I did. I, I want to go back to high school, Jacob, actually. I'm, I'm interested because you have talked about how, I mean, music is, is what your family bleeds basically. Yeah. From the vibe that I get, I'm maybe your family was the family that would invite people over and you guys would have big jam sessions or something. I, so, you are from, this is something I want to know. Specifically, you are from Baton Rouge, Louisiana? That's right. Okay. right. Baton Rouge, yep. Okay. For some people, that's where music was created mm. for some people. For a lot of American music, especially. Absolutely. Yeah. So, paint that picture for me in high school for you. If you were into music, were you like, were you a nerd or were you, was
3: that just something everybody did? Hmm. I think... I think both. <laughs> I I was a nerd. I was super into it. It was definitely the center of my life. Like I wasn't a, a sports kid or like a, you know, other extracurricular kid. Like my life was music. As but you weren't is. alone in it. No, no, not okay. at all. Not at all. But, um, really the tradition you're talking about. And I think a lot of people think of Louisiana as new Orleans and yeah. my grandfather, the one I've talked about that always, had all the instruments out and was the band director that his house was sort of is sort of the, and his, you know, his whole presence in the family is sort of the pillar of music. Like he was the center point for the musical family, um, professional trumpet player, taught high school band for 40 years, played classical jazz, grew up in new Orleans and he's the reason why, I mean he, he brought that tradition. So I'm I'm mm. actually a fifth generation musician. Wow. Fifth generation. So, big <laughs> deep. so it goes back a generation before my grandfather, um, and he had relatives that were there's there's one that was uh his name was Edward and he um, an uncle, Uncle Pinky is what they called him because he had reddish hair. But he <laughs> went to New York and studied classical trumpet there. He also was a classical violinist and performed in New Orleans. Wow. Um, and so that was a generation before my grandfather. Then my grandfather was born in 1930. And then he grew up playing gigs in New Orleans, you know, started playing trumpet when he was a young boy, um, you know, ended up going to school, ended up moving to Baton Rouge mm. um, to get his degree at LSU and trumpet to you know performance Mm -hmm. so that but that tradition of because new orleans is very much that way there's the brass bands there's music in the streets in the people um everywhere that's there is some of that in baton rouge because it's close and definitely the cultures are the same like i definitely grew up with the same culture you know loving louisiana music jazz uh mardi gras you know Uh, parades, carnival season, all all the things, all the food, all of it's just, you know, one big gumbo of culture to put it right on the head. Is that like the 4th of July in Baton Rouge's uh, carnival season? Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well we have, there is not as many big Mardi Gras parades in Baton Rouge as New Orleans, but there, there are a couple pretty big ones. One of them is Spanish town and I went to it a bunch when I was a kid. Mm. Um, And so, but anyway, I'm kind of trying to, do this out of order and paint a picture. But I think I definitely did grow up feeling like I had, you know, I had, it wasn't just me on an Island being a nerd. Sure. I had, luckily again, I had this family that had that sort of spirit Mm -hmm. of, Being surrounded by the music and living it all the time, you know, and again, the culture of the music in new Orleans and jazz. And I had a lot of teachers that had all those influences too, hmm. that were in Baton Rouge that like my high school teachers. And, um, so I was very lucky to get to be around that a lot. Yeah. So what did that do to your confidence when you went to school for it then? Hmm. It definitely gave me an identity starting yeah. out. You know, I wasn't just, um, another kid that like loved jazz piano that didn't know what else to do and was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to go study music. Like I, I, I some intentionality behind it, some purpose behind it. Purpose and, and kind of like a torch to carry, you know, cause oh, yeah. like a legacy. I was going nice. to say that. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it was a legacy. So, and, and once everybody knows what you came from and it's something that goes that deep, that far back, you sort of have a, a per like you said a purpose. Yeah. And in those yeah. moments
1: did you really feel it, it wasn't just legacy doesn't just, just it wasn't just intentionality. Did you also have that passion for yourself where you're like, "Oh man, this is something my family did." I love it too. I yes. want to keep going. That's
0: amazing. Do you, do you want to continue that? I, so you have... You Jacob's have a, like, no, I never want to get another piano again. <laughs> well, this a, is the last time I'm tomorrow. <laughs> it this ends. is actually my last dance we wanted. So, because you have a significant other, right? You're, you're married? Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm not. You, you're t- married, not, right? Yes. Are you you're Are, married? Is she significant? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my point I'm is... I'm asking for someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm curious <laughs> myself. But um, if the... If, not to get into it, but like if the... The actions it, of having you. a baby comes to
3: fruition. Do you mm. plan on continuing that torch passing? For sure. Yes. Mm. I, I I almost That's feel so like cool. I, I couldn't fight it if I wanted yeah. to. You know, it, it's like it's real deep. It's not like it's you're starting my,
0: it or you're right. the second to continue it. Like this is like, no, it's been
3: going on. And who am I to like cut it off? It's, this it's in my blood and, and specifically you know not just performers but educators in my family mm-hmm. that's a big point so my grandfather band director for in high school he uh retired like in the early and mid 90s and then you know, as a, you know, I'm six year old man, but then he was mm-hmm. supposed to be retired, but he couldn't. So he started teaching middle school with my mom after that. And then, Dang. so my mom and my grandfather were actually my middle school band directors Wow, oh. because oh. I went to the school where they taught. So it was the two of them. them. <laughs> couldn't escape them. couldn't escape them. So, so it was like, I got to experience, I'd already experienced my grandfather as a teacher teaching me trumpet yeah. and other instruments at home. And then he became my band
0: director. And if I remember well from a shoot that we had at, your brother is also a yeah. teacher. Yeah
3: right? Yes. Or, wow. Yes. He's been teaching a uh, middle school, fifth through eighth grade band. Damn. Yes. Yeah. All the stuff that we've learned from shoots is brand new information to Connor. Yeah. Kinda. Pretty
0: much. Yeah. More like bringing it up and yeah. but it's incredible how much is like, a, a giant web of talent, just mm-hmm. yeah, that's directly connected to you. I feel so
2: fortunate. Yeah, really. Your family truly. trees made out of pianos and trumpets, And music notes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, with how talented uh, your entire tree is, I, I am curious. So, did you ever, and not to make this sound like anything else, because um, did you ever have like a quote-unquote normal job? I don't consider what we do necessarily that normal, but maybe no, I don't yeah.
1: consider what I no, I think normal but is quote-unquote normal is more fast food retail
0: yeah and? like
3: starting off. did you ever have anything like that i have i have not really had anything like that like regular or official mm-hmm. um i mean i've d- i've done other jobs that are not music related but nothing that's like a like you're saying what, like
0: what are like well, yeah like what what have you done um are you talking about like a seasonal thing or like hey, I just like, like Yeah, like helped Christmas out at like summer time?
3: camps and things like that, you uh, know, like at, like in high school and so like charitable. But even most of those were music based. You can do this for work. For like a summer, get paid to do those. Oh, really?
0: mm-hmm. oh okay. I don't know.
3: Um but but I think the the answer really is no. no I haven't. Yeah, my yeah, my yeah. main work has always been music. Yeah. Um. Again, but that's because, great though. I mean, I, like, yeah. I think yeah, a lot yeah, people, you that does not need to be a negative. Thing. No, because sure, a lot
0: of people. Absolutely. I mean, and you said it yourself. You were lucky enough to be born into it. But I think as far as yeah. luck comes, that's where it ends. Because yeah. you put the fucking time. Yeah, and you effort put into the work learning, in. So. Even if mm-hmm. you have all the talent in the
1: world, if you don't have the motivation to use it, you're not no. going anywhere. Right. When, so, you're, yeah. when you're talking
2: to other musicians about their past and everything, like what you just explained to us, do you ever find yourself sometimes envying that struggle that they went through? Or do you, do you, do well, you that's like true, a lot
1: of music and stuff does come from a place of pain? And oh yeah. Difficulty.
2: Absolutely. There's so many musicians where they had to work yeah. a wait, a wait, a waiter, waitress job for years before they could actually make it yeah. onto the scene.
3: Actors yeah. too. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, just basically that is like the Hollywood thing. And it's funny because I definitely, I had the opportunity to go to college in New York city if I wanted to. There were two schools I got into. I NYU? NYU. Uh, no, I auditioned for the new school and Manhattan school of music and got into both. So I could have gone to either one of those, but I decided I just, I didn't want to do that thing. You know, I didn't want to have to do a job that wasn't music. I I think it's probably because I had been privileged to been able to focus on music so much in my life. I didn't. I didn't want to stray from that. You know, mm. I, I didn't feel like as you shouldn't, if you don't want to, right. I didn't feel like I, you know, the, the school I ended up going to is a conservatory on par with any in the world. And I was like, if I can go do it in a city that's smaller and easier to live in and still have great friends, why not go do that? But yeah. to answer your question, yes, I sometimes do because I've, I, uh, I actually think a lot about how like struggle is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, There's a, you always have specific friends that teach you things like this. And there's, there's one that I have in mind that um, had a very different past than me and had a lot of struggles I didn't have. And that just impacted me to think about like how definitely struggle informs art and sometimes, Helps Mm -hmm. create it, you know. Sometimes, like I think I might have better things to write songs about if I had (laughs) a
0: little bit rougher of a. Does that ever entice you to cause like stir up some trouble? Because I remember. Yeah, it it does. I've done some things. I'll tell you. And I, I I thought that was weird when I first heard it, but um, it was actually... other people. I've murdered (laughs) people that say my name wrong, so. (laughs) And that's 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 why you play keys so aggressively. No, because MGK uh, was on a podcast talking or an interview talking about how like yeah like why do you like smoke and drink and like get so fucked up. Yeah. I need something to write about. I yes. need something to like to kick you me. in the ass. Mm-hmm. That's what you and, need and, sometimes. And although his is very like dancing with death, but yeah, I mean, that's what he's doing to, to continue to make music. Yeah.
1: No, so. it's true. I mean, art comes from experience. Yes. If mm. you don't have any human experiences. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. From very human experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you don't have any of those, then there's not going to be uh, the, I feel like the deeper your experiences, the deeper your art can translate to be. I don't mm-hmm. think that people who haven't gone through, um, you know, mortal crises can't make amazing, great things. Yeah. But I think that it does have some level of scale or at least some easiness to that scale. Yeah. If you do have to struggle deeply to develop your career so much so that like you're, you, yeah. you know, you're, you're down 20 years of your life because it took you that long to get into the business. Yeah. You're obviously going to have a lot of write about However, hmm. in the same way that Fernando and I have talked, I have been blessed with a lot of resources and a lot of support. Mm-hmm. And I told him about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, and at one point I was like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry for everything you had to go through. And he's like, no, 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 no. I would be more mad at you if you didn't use those resources, yeah. and I precisely. didn't get as far as you can go with what you had.
0: Yeah. I yes. tell that to all, all my friends. Cause I, I grew up poor and we just didn't, we like literally didn't have cereal and that was like a privilege for us. And all my friends that had no every, bootios? no bootios <laughs> dude, no, no bootios, <laughs> no, no Chocos, Lucio's, Fort Fort Wayne Chocos, none. But all my friends that had like the newest like PlayStation and game boy advances peas and all this fun stuff they'd sit there and complain, and like, dude, I feel bad because I'm like rich and have all this stuff like, no, like enjoy that shit. Like, I don't want right. you to mm. pretend to be broke or pretend to be struggling, like
3: enjoy and. Yeah. Flourish in what you have and don't let it go to waste. Well, and to what he was saying, it's sort of like there's he envy. Being Connor, he not being Connor, yeah. would so be this the only podcast that Jacob just pointed <laughs> at. Yeah, well, they're not. They're gonna see this, right? They're, wa- no. they're, they're yeah. what? Um, <laughs> they're watching. Um, is that there's probably a little bit of envy both ways. Right? Uh, yeah. That could be defined differently. Obviously, if you come from a lot of support and have a lot of resources, you know, somebody else that didn't could be envious of that. Mm -hmm. But, but also, and like, it's interesting what Connor said, it's like watching somebody else struggle and have that um, define what they do, like make what they do mean something, maybe Mm. more quote unquote to them. You could be envious of that. You know, when you hear, cause you hear stories, there's so many artists that have stories like that where they like they moved to Hollywood and they were eating like, basically nothing right. living out of yeah. their car and yeah. waiting for something to happen. And right before they were about to move out of town, yeah. they get a break, you know, yeah. or, or people that don't get breaks till they're middle-aged. Mm-hmm. And, Cause there are, there are people that, you know, like move to Nashville to be songwriters and they just went wanting to do that. And then it's like they're, yeah. you know, middle-aged or older and still there trying, yeah. you know, and that, mean, that is yeah. kind of inspiring, but it's also like, wow, that's a lot of struggle to really want to do that. Yeah, yeah.
2: No. it's kind of interesting to think that the upper class would want to be low sometimes. Well, yeah, like, feel I low. know. Feel, yeah, because yeah, for for musicians, a lot of the time they came from nothing, which is yeah. why they have so much to say. Yeah, if you're in the situation where you don't have a lot to say, it's probably because you haven't lived a life, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, moral of the story is just to appreciate whatever end you're on really because yeah. the, the opposite end of us both could not appreciating where he's at is someone who's struggling and not trying to do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you got a story to create out of this. Mm-hmm. What yeah, I would definitely
1: out of that is use what you have, yeah. like make from what you have. Yes. If you have the resources, Oh my gosh, use take it. advantage of them mm-hmm. if you don't, but you have the drive and the ambition and the talent or the desire. Oh my gosh, Whatever you're struggling with, whatever's going on around you, whatever you don't have that you wish you had, make stuff you, out of that. It's fuel. Make mm-hmm. stuff out of the way that feels, the experiences you're getting, whatever's happening around you. Don't worry about what you don't have. Use what you do. Yeah. Whether you have a lot or little, whether you're missing a ton or you have everything in the world, use what
3: you have. Yeah. And honestly, what it comes down to, it doesn't matter your background or your means or what you were given or maybe inherited in life. It's like, you just said it, if you have talent and drive, even if you don't have drive, if you have talent, like real talent and you get it in front of the right person, yeah. just the right you could person. probably have a career out of that, they, which they is, they can be your oh, Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's, but, but that again, like going full circle here, it's like, for me, I had a lot of resources. I had a great family. That was a musical family that saw I had something and recognized it before I even could possibly understand what all this we're talking about is about. So yeah, that, that was a lucky thing. Yeah. You know, so before we move
0: forward, cause eventually I do want to get to the point of how you ended up at Sweetwater. Sure. Uh, I do want to go back to defining the difference between a keyboardist uh, or a keyboard yes. and a piano right. or a keyboardist and a pianist. Yes. What, what is the difference? Because to me, I, I just thought, you know, that they're the same or keys are keys, pianos are pianos or whatever, but sure. I didn't know there's an actual like, defining.
1: Yeah. Cause yeah. you gave us a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of like disgust when I called you a keyboardist,
3: like your face. It was unintentional. Yes. It's fine. So I, what's the difference? Well, so the basic difference, and I don't, I don't know that this is like, uh, yeah, the words are used interchangeably a lot mm. because even a digital piano is a piano. Yes, it is a keyboard, but it's also a piano, but an actual piano, like a grand piano or an upright is not a keyboard, right? Uh So generally keyboards we think of more as the digital versions of pianos, which are the acoustic versions. So I started really primarily as a pianist. You know, I Uh I mean I played digital pianos throughout growing up. Even like I remember the first Yamaha that my mom had that she used to play gigs. I could like play drum beats and do all kinds of stuff. And that was like my first intro into the sort of digital keyboard world, but most of my training, most of my lessons, most of my performing, well, maybe not now I've done a lot on keyboards now considering where I am, but for a long time it, I was, I was yeah, just I was, a pianist. So to, mm. so to cut it clear, <laughs>
0: uh, to cut it basically bare bones, it's a, a, a one's essentially an acoustic one's electric. If we had to dumb it down. If you had to say it, yes,
3: generally. But but even
1: that, Jacobs, kind of disgusting. Yeah, I know, I know. know. But for
3: simpletons like myself. Right. And it's confusing because the words are used so interchangeably. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, but that's that's basically the line. So, like, if you, I I would put on, like, a bio for me, you know, keyboardist. Because I don't, Mm. but there are some people that literally only perform on, actual pianos, real pianos. Like they do not touch digital instruments at all. So that would be a pianist. Um, so I'm guess I'm both a pianist and a keyboardist. Right. So it's really, it's like playing the same instrument, but really not because like a B3 organ is obviously nothing like, a yeah. You know, you could say organist, but then that sounds weird. So yeah. yeah. Then it (laughs) sounds like you
1: uh, are
2: murdering selling things
3: on the internet. Right. I'm an organist. Hey, I've got a nice liver here for you.
2: Um, forgive my knowledge, but if memory serves me correctly, the way that I've learned it is it started with the clavichord harpsichord, then the grand piano, right? I
3: believe so. And there was, there was the Forte Piano in there somewhere okay. too, which okay. was like an older version.
2: That was before the Grand Piano. I believe, where. yes. Because it was it went from like 40 keys to 76 to 88, right? 88 okay. is a standard,
3: yeah. Gotcha, wow. gotcha. Okay. I
2: had no idea about yeah. it. And I still don't know half the words you said. Clavichord. <laughs> oh, have you heard a harpsichord? No. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my it life. Pretty. It's more beautiful than a harp and a flute put together. Dang.
0: <laughs> I thought a harp was the most beautiful thing out there. But maybe because I've seen like- it's a, Angels it's ba- don't know.
3: Basically, if you think of any scene in any like period or movie where there's like- Amadeus. Somebody like Amadeus, something about Mozart, something about like an old court or, you know, like kings and queens or something. Mm-hmm. And there's like really pretentious classical music playing. It's probably a clavichord. Dang. <laughs> and maybe okay. some strings and yeah. violins and- I had no idea.
2: Because the clavichord and harpsichord pluck the string, but the piano it it uh, hits the string, right? right. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Um, oh. I'm
3: a I'm a little I'm a little intellectualized. <laughs> in I some like areas. It. Yeah, you're bringing up stuff I probably haven't thought about since like my sophomore music history yeah. class. Water's good at um, making you think. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't like that. My <laughs> brain hurts.
2: <laughs>
0: I want to go back to my
3: keyboard. Dang. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, then let's go ahead and um, I mean bring us all the way up to the Sweetwater then. Yeah. How did How sure. did Sweetwater come into your life?
3: So Sweetwater first came into my life. Really when I was in high school, because I bought my first recording gear from there. Oh. So I was a customer first, like everybody. Dang. Not um, me. High school? It had a, not you. Not me. Oh, not everybody. <laughs> I know. Like, I guess what I mean is say, me, like Jacob. lots of people, lots of musicians that work at Sweetwater were customers first. That's really what i Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and it had like, you know, Almost the right, all them like a, C, a CD slot. Mm-hmm. So like I was recording like multi-tracking on to and, a And CD. for reference, if you don't mind, how old are you right now? Oh, like seventeen. Like seventeen.
0: Like 17, <laughs> 17 so this year you discover water then.
3: Yeah. So that. So that. Yeah. So that was when I knew about water I think
1: Jacob. I think Fernando was trying to ask you how
3: old you are now. Now. Yeah. yeah. Thirty. Yeah. Sorry. Thirty. Okay. I was thinking about the rest of my story. No.
2: And underage <laughs> person is not drinking right now. Yes. Like, we are stating
3: this. yes. Okay. Yes. So. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, it is totally fine. So yeah, 17 years old, bought my first gear from Sweetwater. Then fast forward really 10 years and I was living in Austin, Texas. And I had a friend from Eastman where I got my undergrad that said, hey, there's this position at Sweetwater. And I already knew because I would bought other things from them in that time too. I was like, yeah, I know Sweetwater's like, there's this job opening. It sounds like you. Cause at the time I was experimenting with starting a YouTube channel and making videos. Cause it's what every musician is like trying to do nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need to do that. And he's like, yeah, your videos and the stuff you do, I think you might like it. And it was the content creator job. So I applied, uh, did a video, borrowed a Nord stage from a friend. Cause I didn't have a nice stage piano like that at the time, mm-hmm. did a demo, applied everything, I really, I was like this, I was like, I'm going to get this job. I was like oh, researching, really? everything looked really good. Then boom, I didn't. Oh, I was oh. like, really? I was like number two. What? I was like second. So I didn't, I didn't go the first time and I, I, I was a little crushed. That's hard to believe. Wait, 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 wait. Do you think, and there's much more information that I think we should give
1: away on this podcast right now, but do you think that he was number two to the guy who quit after, like, four months, three months? Yeah. Remember? And I, this will probably be something you cut out.
0: <laughs> I forget who... I 12, went to 12, in the 12, weeds. We don't even know his name. If no, you don't say his we don't name, know any we, there's no way. And I forget who, who even told us that story. But, Derek. <laughs> wow. Well, no, yeah. I do remember. No, no, I really didn't remember, but... Okay. In my brain, though, because of... Okay, just how you play the the level of your skill is to me remarkable like you're sure not to have a favorite but i love when you fucking play like i forget mm. i'm a videographer cuz i'm just That's enjoying true. like wow. as an audience member like for for pace. people that are listening like this man i asked him once if he knew the family guy theme song and he's like yeah and you played it for me and i was like oh did you have to practice that you're like no i just remembered how it sounded like oh and just my- just literally translated it from your brain to your fucking fingers Even if and played you the theme song. have never heard a theme Litt- song. I you, can say it and you're like, yeah, I think I've heard it once. Yeah. Do, 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 and you just, do, do, you just, do, 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 just w- flawlessly? So
2: could you do the prices right? If he wants to. Song? I'm, I'm sure I could. Yes. Oh This gosh. man <laughs> could do.
0: And we we'll, don't have a keyboard or piano right, right I'm here.
2: sorry. I'm just dreaming right no, now. This is how incredible
0: Jacob is. I mean, we'll literally play music and he'll play along with the music that we're playing that he's never heard in his fucking life. He'll like, yeah, let me add to this real quick. And he's just fucking jamming out. So, for Me to understand that they pick someone else,
3: yeah. Who you it's hard, right. So, first of all, well, sorry, but fucking idiots. Well, if you want to know the answer, <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> we work
3: for them. I know, I'm sorry, but
0: the, it blows my company. mind. And I would, I need yeah. to find
3: out after this who that was, okay. Um, I mean, and all respect to him, bosses, what what's that? Wasn't either of our, wasn't any of our directly, like, I don't know, no, bosses, no, right? no, so it's yeah, ups. so yeah, ba- basically, you know. I was really high in the running, but didn't get the job the first time. Hmm. Um, a lot of months went by. I actually, so I was living in Austin, Texas, decided to move away because I had gone there to get my master's degree. Um, which was a great experience. And I was gigging and stuff in Austin, but it's an expensive place to live. And I was sort of, you know, feeling like eh, I'm, I'm, I'm spinning my wheels here. You know, nothing big was yeah. happening career wise. I was just playing gigs like I could do anywhere. Mm. So I wanted to move, make a change. Um, I, I thought the Sweetwater job might be that next move, but when it didn't happen, move back home. Then I had a friend on the Glenn Miller Orchestra who you mentioned was touring with them. I've actually filmed them once with me with you. Yeah. Exactly. They brought me over a
1: couple hours and yes. we filmed. Yeah. So I've met they're, they're sick. They're, they're so amazing for anybody yeah. who hasn't heard of them. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them online. They are,
3: at, if you were ever near a show, it's worth a listen. Continue on. Yes. Um, but you know, this, uh, my friend, another friend, actually crazy. I have to say it. The guy who, Told me about the Sweetwater open position that emailed it to me mm-hmm. for the content creator position. This is his brother that asked me to play in Glenn Miller. So, the both of them are sax players that oh. went to Eastman. And these hit. guys like got your back. Yeah, they're my, yeah. they're really, really great friends. Eric mm-hmm. and Carl, they're brothers. They're both saxophone players, very talented. Hi, Shout out, Shout Shout out to Eric. Okay. Eric actually <laughs> is the band leader for Glenn Miller now. Did so I meet him? So, wow. Yes, you met Eric. Oh, He's a he tall guy. Yeah. Yep. He played, uh, he played in one of the solo videos. Yeah, I we remember that. that. Yes. Wow. Okay. So so he, and now he's the band leader and leading the band and singing and he's, yeah, he's really doing well with them. But anyway, kind of keep it going. So then I go out on tour with Glenn Miller for like three months. That's when I got to tour through a lot of sort of the Eastern half of the US, went to Japan for a Ooh. month wow. and toured in Japan, played on a cruise ship, played in Orchard Hall and the Blue wow. Note, all these really... Famous at, jazz clubs. curiosity, is yeah. um, were you married at this time? Not yet, not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you had you met her or anything? Yes, we had been together since we're fifteen. We're high school sweethearts. Yeah. Wow. wow! So I'm thirty. We've been together half our lives. <laughs> that's for the couples out there. It's, it's doable. Fifteen years, even if you're a musician. That's yeah. crazy. So many people tell us couple goals. You yeah.
0: know, hey, they're not wrong. I gotta meet her <laughs> because <fast>. that, <laughs> that I'm twenty three. No, but I mean the fact that you're you're literally going to Japan and you're you're fucking touring. She, I'm assuming she wasn't with you the entire
3: time, or was she? She was not. Okay. Um, is she still, but she supported it completely. Yeah, that's her Um, but anyway. So I was, I was out touring doing that thing. Then when I was in, I was somewhere in New Jersey, I think, and I get a call from Sweetwater and they say, Hey, would you maybe be interested in that job again? Because it's open. Um, (laughs) which now we know why. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, cool. And basically I decided at the end of the tour in December of 2017, I was going to get off the band went home for christmas the day after christmas my now wife and i flew up here to fort wayne did the tour did like a mock video interview met everybody did the whole thing i was i was sold i was like yeah i can't pass this up and And then four years later this was four years four years Okay, okay so this was like i moved here in february of 2018 okay starting. Wow! So that's, that's how sweet water nuts. Did you ever think you would end up in Indiana of all places? No, but because it rhymes <laughs> yeah, with Louisiana, <laughs> I guess I should have known. I'm in the other Anna. Anna. So <laughs> that
2: sounds so funny.
1: <laughs> oh no!
2: I'm ca- no, but I
3: didn't. I didn't imagine that no. that would happen.
1: I relate to that. I, I'm kind of the, like the cousin of relating to it. California, nah, Indiana, but, or, or Indiana, or Indiana, Arizona, Indiana, Arizona. So is Fernando. I'm the only Hoosier here. He's from
2: Illinois. I'm from Illinois. Yeah, but Indiana's are Hoosiers. Indianans or Hoosiers? I'm Illinois. Hoosier, Either
1: way, you didn't move here. You three for are the cousins. Mm,
3: you were already no. in Indiana. We, we were cousins. Were, our, we're cousins? And related to Harry Styles. Yeah. 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 Oh, because
1: yeah. you're related to Harry Styles, I'm related now. Well, so now
3: we know what?
0: Blake's confession and it's a, he is at their nipple. So. Oh, I guess that uh, means you do too. Spoiler alert. I'm the only
2: bi-nipple nipple person. <laughs> person. Wait, I'm wait. the only like, bi-nipple.
3: Not bi-nipple. Yeah, bi-nipples too. <laughs> I like how you tried to come up with a fancy scientific word. I, I feel like that sort of really defines your whole... I know.
2: <laughs> Everything I say coming out of my mouth is a train wreck on a cruise ship. But you gotta keep watching. Which is how you get that That's railed.
1: sinking. In a snow globe. <laughs> where the fish thrown. feast on us. Wow. <laughs> and you know what the water is? Sweet water. There Dang. you go, baby! Blue hey, water. Jacob, before blue water. Blue water. Blink water. Let me ask you one more question. Uh, does anybody else have anything else before I try to wrap this up? I don't
0: have any questions, but next time that NDV, our drummer at, where we work, um, yeah, the place we a, have never talked about, never before. talked about before, it's top secret G14 classified. Next time NDV has a shoot and he has drums out, I want to see you on those drums. Yeah, I'd love to oh see my you try. try yeah, sure. that's We're okay. Not try, but like we'd love to see you
2: play. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, try sounds like you. I never have one quick before. question. Um, have you ever played in the mood? Of course. Okay, thank God. I know, <laughs> I know that's like the most basic Glenn Miller song. It's the song. Uh, yeah, but it's the song. Still, oh, oh
3: God, I would love to hear. I that. thought Moonlight Serenade was the song. You know how like uh, Dom McLean had uh, and American, pie. American Pie yeah. in Glenn Miller had in the mood. Yeah, just to paint a picture for you. I have to like, educate myself. That's okay. the song. I mean, so Glenn Miller. It's almost w- like we should do research. You, you know, Dave. <laughs> you know, Dave Brubeck, Take Five. Sure. Okay. Sorry, never. Not mind. asking me. Yes. Of course, I do.
1: <laughs> I know Jacob does. I'm looking at Blake.
2: For yeah, I who's
3: yeah, I'm looking
1: at
2: Blake,
3: not For Jacob. The record,
1: yeah. In my defense of answering that question, he looks straight at <laughs> nah, me. Dude. That's
2: like asking Jacob. <laughs> do you know who yeah, Miles I, Davis is? You should have <laughs> just
3: looked at Jacob again. Um, he was like a boxer. I think. <laughs> who's Miles didn't, yes. didn't he play? Didn't he play with Mike Tyson?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: they had a quartet together. Oh my god. But I was going to ask. Do you have
1: anything that you'd want to say to somebody trying to get into the music industry? Somebody who's even trying to get into the video industry because you Mm -hmm. described that you were making YouTube videos before Sweetwater and that's what you're doing here. You've got experience in YouTube. You're not just a musician, though you are a greatly talented and very, very experienced one. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for somebody, a young person, maybe even somebody who's not young, but like wants to get into it? maybe young to the industry. Is there any advice that you'd want to give to somebody who's looking to really break that barrier? Yeah. Cause you're
3: saying like this, this is probably like the question I should have been more prepared to <laughs> answer. That's fine. <laughs> as the soon as advice. you know one question that like, yeah. if we
1: don't cover it, I
3: need to ask it. Yeah. Um, I think my main advice would be um, don't ever think, you know what you're going to be doing one day. Mm. Ooh, that's good. Um, Keep every door open, uh, because you never know what you're going to be doing. Like Mm -hmm. when I was, I mean, I'll take every stage of my life when I was five years old and handed a trumpet for the first time, or when I was in high school playing gigs and being nerdy about jazz and then being in college and practicing Mm -hmm. hours every single day and you know then living in Austin Texas and playing in festivals and playing gigs did I ever think I was going to work at Sweetwater and be a full time content content creator creator? no never during like any of that I I didn't know a job like this existed really at all I mean these kind of in house almost like kind of in residence creator slash composer gigs. It's just like, it's never something I thought I'd be so lucky to find. But yeah. what I realized is everything I'd done up to this point had prepared me for it. I just didn't know what I was getting ready for. And and I'm not saying that this is going to be the last job quote unquote right. I do forever in this kind of this way. It's just the current chapter now. It's what I'm doing now, but I have pulled all my skills together and that does make me think of another good piece of advice is, um, I heard something like this from somebody else that's very successful in both business and music, uh, that said you basically know all your talents and use all of them. It's kind of the Steve Martin thing, right? Like he's not just a comedian. He also plays banjo and, uh, you know, he was on SNL and then he also was an actor in movies. And so you, when you have multiple talents and multiple skills, put them together. So like I, yeah, I started as a musician wanting, loving playing, um, then wanting to be a composer, learning about theory, learning everything I needed, but then video came into play. Then editing video came Mm -hmm. into play and content creation in this whole beast that is social media and having to feed that machine. And, and that's a very real and like important way for musicians today to like make a living. So basically that's my advice is, you know, pull all your resources together and like, probably learn how to edit video (laughs) because you're probably going to need to as much as as you love to play music. I mean, again, you can just make a career out of being a performer. I'm not saying you have to, but yeah, dipping into that world is like ah, some people would say almost a necessity for artists today.
1: It's a really freak. It's more than just a window you're opening. It's a door you're opening.
3: Yes. It's Mm. sort of the whole house. I mean, YouTube
2: kind of solidified that. Yes. I, because there are so many musicians on YouTube right now that they can't just be musicians these days. If they want to be recognized, yes, they got to come up with topics. They got to do what's hot. They got to be meme culture, you know? Yep. It, it it's, that changes every week. Who, who's the, who's the bass guy, Dave, uh, the guy who's very monotone. I can't remember what his Dave name Dunsire? is. No, no, not, not Dave. Dave Dunsire. No, 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 no. Um, I don't remember. Dave, anyway, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. He played
0: with Mike Tyson.
2: Yeah, and
3: they yeah, were in a absolutely. jazz group yeah. together yeah. with absolutely. Miles Davis. That's right. Mm-hmm. Dang.
0: Well, if yeah. you're not going to learn how to edit, then pay someone to edit. Is
3: or the, the other option, right? To yeah, yeah. But, well, and it's like an, another tidbit to kind of what Connor was saying is, it's like today, it's not as much about uh, like th- you know the whole record deal. We've heard this for a long time that like the whole record deal thing is dead, right? right. Like mm-hmm. a lot of musicians, especially older musicians, say that that lived in a time when that was different. Now it's like you don't need to like, you know, find a buddy that's got recording gear and record your hit single out of the back of a van and then run to labels and try to make them listen to it so you get a deal. It, actually, they want to see if you have a following already. Yeah, Like, true. you just need to have a TikTok, a YouTube, whatever, and be releasing music and be an artist and a creator and all those things. And then, honestly, you might not even need a label at that point. Yeah, so it's yeah. a whole new world. It's like just, you, you sort so of have... avenues that yeah, you can go through. It's terrifying. You sort of man. have to make your own fame. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the wild west of, uh, it's like the music, music industry is going through a whole yeah. new renaissance. And mm-hmm. I'm still learning about that. I mean, I'm not, what I do at Sweetwater is, is cool. It's like, I'm, um, it, I, I get to make the videos. I'm definitely a content creator. I'm, I'm building my brand, but you know, I, I definitely don't have it all figured out in, in this realm. It's, but it's, you, you just, you just keep doing it and learning. Mm-hmm. So never I stop learning. Great advice. Never stop learning.
1: Yes. Never stop learning, never stop improving, never stop doing the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Damn. Well, if that's all that we want to cover, then I want to say thank you Jacob for being here. Thank you for telling us all this information, sharing your story, sharing where you're at. Yes. I'm I mean I already as a coworker, respected you, but definitely as a videographer to a musician and musician to musician, respected you, but definitely hearing about all of this, I respect you even more. I've got this mm. newfound, mm. refreshing uh, view of you, which I'm delighted to have as your coworker. I'm <laughs> sure Connor is delighted to have as somebody yeah. who's just now really getting to know you Heck yeah! and sure. Fernando as somebody who's also there.
0: Um, I'm a fan and now I see <laughs> I was uh, a, a walking fan holding a torch. So,
3: oh, that's true. Uh, Yo, being
1: able to see that you have this legacy yeah. that we get to work with somebody carrying the fifth generation of yeah, torch That's what it feels like. Now. Yeah.
3: That's an yeah. honor. That's yeah. an honor. Yeah. Where can people find you and check out your stuff? Um, well, I do have my own YouTube channel that I'm working on a lot and actually currently gearing up to add more Content too. what would they search? Nice, uh, just me, just call Jacob Dupre D U P R E D U P R E. You can find that. Um, I mean, I I, am on Instagram and TikTok and all those things too. Um, but of course, you can find a lot of my stuff on Sweetwater's YouTube channel and Sweetwater socials. And I'm doing tons of content there, there. yeah. (laughs) And I may be playing somewhere near you. Who knows? Maybe the Glenn Miller Orchestra will come. To your area, and I'll if be you see them, happening. Go to with them, yes,
1: and be sure to follow Jacob too, because if he announces that he's gonna be with the Glenn Miller Orchestra, yeah, you'll there. find it on his
2: social media. You guys aren't gonna be in the mood, if you will. Yeah.
1: Yes, is the mood? Are you refer- referencing the mood song? Yes, I mean, in the mood yeah, by Glenn he's, Miller. He's punning, dude. It's unbelievable oh my gosh and also Connor where can we find you can we find you on Instagram here's or? his fucking address since he's not on social media
2: you, you, yeah you gotta come find me I'm not revealing any of that
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. you can
2: find me at um, well I mean I don't use Instagram this he year he has a website but, um, I do have a website what's at your website? Con- um c-o-n-n-o-r me, uh, if you want to c-o-n-n-o-r-g-a-t-e-s dot com don't don't quote me wait no don't do quote me um do, do, or don't also, quote, you. do quote me on that and instagram you can find me at goner underscore kates g-o-n-n-o-r underscore c-a-t-e-s it's the first two letters of my name in the opposite figure it out <laughs>
3: Now, are they, they find right you? now, like, I can see all the people listening to this going like, wait, underscore, gotta go back. And they're like typing, trying to type your handle in their phone. <laughs> they're gonna give up.
1: They're like, I'm Connor an idiot. Gates. No. <laughs> Connor <laughs> Gates. No. <laughs>
2: Dang it. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I did that too when I first followed him, so it's yeah. okay. you um, awesome. can find me at Swiss Productions on Instagram um, and pretty much everywhere. It's either Swiss Productions or Swiss Pro. One of the two.
1: And you can find me at at BAP the first on Instagram or whatever, BlakePittman.com, P-I-T-M-A-N-1-T. Thank you guys very much for watching. This has been This Is Life.
0: Margar.